One of the things that I notice when I talk to people about the concept of domestication is that they see it as something that humans did. They see it as this event that took place in the development of human civilization. And it was a really good development because it gave us much better food resources or seemingly much better food resources. But at its heart, domestication is really an evolutionary process. And it's one that is not unlike a lot of other evolutionary processes that take place when species interact with one another. We all know that animals can be predators, and we know that animals can be prey. Well, because one animal is eating the other, right there you know that there's an interaction between those two species. We can also talk about that with reference to an animal eating a plant. And domestication really is an evolutionary change in one species, possibly both species, that is related to a very specific type of interaction. So I'd like you to consider for a moment that domestication isn't some noun with an endpoint, but instead a process that is ongoing. And that ongoing process is why we have bulldogs and we have Holstein cattle and we have quarter horses and we have farmed Atlantic salmon. Scientists that study domestication say that the process takes place via one of three paths. Those three paths are known as commensal, predator-prey, and directed. Commensal domestication is the result of an interaction between an animal and a human where that animal has for some reason moved in close to humans, whether it's because they like the habitat, whether it's because they like the access to food stores or perhaps prey species to consume. And then once that animal has moved in close to humans, humans then perceive of that animal in a positive way and want to keep them around and actually begin to accommodate them. So commensals would include cats and dogs. They are great examples of animals that became domesticated via the commensal route. Predator-prey domestication, on the other hand, is a type of domestication pathway where a species is considered very valuable to humans, and humans seek to control and manage that population so that it can reap even greater benefits from that interaction. So predator-prey Domestication routes would fit animals like sheep and cattle, goats and pigs. Directed is a little bit more challenging because directed is usually a species that became domesticated for usually just one special reason. And a great example of this would be fruit flies. So fruit flies became widespread in use in modern genetics research in particular because of how easy they were to manage in a captive environment, how easily they bred, how easy it was to actually provide them adequate food resources, but most importantly, because their chromosomes were very easy to see under microscopes and the flies were easy to manipulate in genetic research. So the directed nature of this path was someone noticing that the flies would be good for genetics research, and that was the driver for the domestication that took place.